All right, guys, today I want to highlight an opportunity that I had yesterday. I had dinner with my daughter and one of her coworkers, and then my daughter's boyfriend and her coworker's fiance. Um, we've known them for going on probably two years now. They're very close and they've been to our house a few times, but I um, won an opportunity last night. So they are getting married, the other couple, um, my daughter and her boyfriend, not yet. I just want you to picture. You know, me, 39, married 17 years, three kids, you know, successful military career, few business ventures, and now coaching men, right? Full-time coaching men. Just picture being able to sit at the head of the table and have four young adults, right? At, at a time in our world, in our country, at a time when all hope sees lost, when at a time when, you know, everything is the education system's failing and you have all these activists and victims and woke and this and that, Right. What do we always talk about? Where do you have control? Where do you have influence? Where, where do you have the ability to get return on investment uh, for your time or your energy? Okay. Well, let me tell you, I, I fully embraced and capitalized on the moment because we were not on cell phones. We weren't talking about sports. We weren't talking about the news. We weren't talking about what's going on in the world. Even though you could find every given day, you could find a million shitty things uh, to talk about. There's still more good in the world. There are still better people in the world. The majority of people still have good hearts and mean have good intentions. The majority of what you can control, you can still have a positive impact. And so today I want to share with you uh, some of the some of my takeaways from having conversation with four Gen Zers, right? Four young people, four people who have come up their whole lives you know, with a cell phone in their hand, with social media. And I want to give you some positive feedback from that conversation. And I want to challenge you to have, find the ability, you know, leave the fear porn, leave the propaganda machine. Don't waste opportunities with good people where you have a captive audience. Don't waste it on a bunch of bullshit that you got no control over, right? Today's a Mindful Monday episode. It's meant to start the week off right. And I tell you what, after last night's conversation, I am fired up. Uh, for our youth and our young people, but only when good people, people like you and I who listen to this show, people with experience, people with logic and reasoning and facts and history, people who have the trust, who've built the know, like, and trust with the people in their circle, lean into it. Lean into it. Don't shy away from it. Don't just say, oh, they're lost cause. Oh, we're screwed. Oh, they're never going to learn. No, none of that. Guys, I'm telling you, I did it last night. I had the conversation. I saw the look in their eyes. They want to pay attention. They want to learn. All right. So I got a few, I got a little takeaways for you guys. And with that intro, um, this is the Becoming a Dangerous Man podcast. I'm your host, Phil Anderton. Uh, I podcast one to two times a week. Uh, please subscribe. I have uh, I write my newsletter. Uh, I, I use the Substack app. It's a writer's app. It allows me to connect a little more. Um, so if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, receive the emails, um, and that's dangerousman.substack.com. And then if you're on LinkedIn, I am most active. I post every day on LinkedIn. I engage the comments on LinkedIn. I'm a fan of LinkedIn. I don't have any other social media. Um, and I did recently start a YouTube channel, uh, Raising Tomorrow's Lions is the channel, and you can follow me on there. Uh, websites always in the works, but I say all that to say, I don't automate. I don't use chat GPT. I don't use any AI tools. Nobody helps me. I'm a passionate person driven by passion. That ain't always the right answer, but when I get hot on something, I post it. And when I get really focused, I record it either in a sub or a podcast. So, uh, please support me. 
by subscribing to whatever medium you prefer to hear my voice. So with that out of the way, let's get into today's topic. So like I said, dinner last night for Gen Zers, and I got some takeaways I want to share with you. Four things I want to share with you, right? A positive message for the future of our country, right? The future, the next generation, right? They will listen. So the first thing I took away, baseline needs to be set that you're somebody in their life. You're somebody active in their life. Um, but again, that's that's kind of like the baseline. So let's get that out of the way. Obviously, I didn't have the, the, the ear of sh complete strangers, okay? Um, but they will listen. They will listen. If you are a man of value, you have an audience, you have young men and the women were, and my daughter and her friend, they were all in, they were all in because they, the, the focus of the dinner turned into a little counseling session for these young men where an older man willing to share his falls and his shortfalls and his mistakes. So it, it was a back and forth. And I think the women were, were very much enjoying a, a little humble pie being given, but even so, the men are willing to listen. With age comes experience, and they trusted me to give advice. Please listen to me. Do not say they're lost. They're not lost. And if they are lost, they are, they are willing to be led. They are willing to be led. So first and foremost, they will listen. Look for the opportunities to speak truth into their lives. They do think they know. They think they know because they've had a phone in their hand since whatever age their parents gave them this damn device that accesses the that that, that they have 24 7 access to to be spoon-fed propaganda and marketing that is not conducive to family values that is not conducive to freedom and liberty and understanding the history of our country and how blessed we are right so they do have a lot stacked against them don't hold it against them though we have the same problem with our phones we adults have the same addiction issues to their phones and adults are just as guilty. I would argue the only thing in our favor is maybe the education system for us worked a little better because I seem to remember a lot more than I ever gave my teachers credit for. I seem to be a lot smarter than a lot of these younger kids when I ask them basic things that they don't know, but don't blame them. Don't, don't say it's their fault. There is a societal problem I'm just saying the conversation was positive. It wasn't, oh my God, how do you not know that? Or, or why don't you know that? Or why would you, there was no judgment, right? There was no judgment. And oh, by the way, I was there. I was a know-it-all. I have a 16 year old son. He's a know-it-all, right? I guess my point is if you want to make an impact, they will listen. They do think they already know. Don't hold that against them. Just have the conversation and challenge. They challenge. Now here's the other thing. They, they like to fight. Everybody likes to fight. Everybody's competitive, right? They pick fights. You know, I'm, I'm doing premarital counseling and the stuff we're talking about to me seems so funny, but to them, you could tell like, this is something that bothers them. This is something they go back and forth on. And this is something that they really haven't given themselves a solution to. What we came up with is he, he in particular was picking a fight that he said he didn't really care about. Well, if you don't really care about it, why are you picking the fight? Why are you picking the fight with her just to fight? Is that your way to flirt? Is that so you really... I, I don't want to go into too much detail, but they're definitely fighters. They definitely think they're know-it-alls. We were in their shoes. We were in their shoes. They will listen. And then the fourth point I would say is, if you're willing to lead, they are willing to be led. If you are willing to speak non-judgmentally, respectfully, share your experience, share your mistakes, share your pitfalls, if you're willing to lead them, they are willing to follow. 
now there there you it's like any other conversation there's a little bit of interruptions there's a little bit of like you could see them building a response in their head right that's all body language and stuff you got to read but i'm telling you guys it was fun there was laughter there was joy there was happiness there was eyes like oh man like you could tell light bulbs were going off it was just an amazing time guys it was it was an amazing time and, and i want you to experience what i experienced because it gave me hope it gave me hope that not all hope is lost it gave me hope that the, the new world order shit and all the propaganda and all the disgusting left right divide and racial divide and gender divide and identity politics that's dividing god dang if if if, if enough good people lean back in and take back their youth from the machine and take back their youth, show them a way they want to see a way they need a way forward. Okay. So I just share all that with you, the, the, these four points to, to give you hope because I know my posts, I mean, often I talk about, uh, you know, I have my tinfoil hat moments where I say, God damn, it seems everything's stacked against us. And, um, the, the you know, three letter age, I don't, I don't want to go into that, but it can seem very disheartening and a lot of us older you know older generation you know the new uh what what is it richmond north of richmond i've listened to that song oliver anthony like 10 15 times already amazing song old souls right the old souls in the group it seems like all hope is lost but i'm telling you last night i was re-energized for our young and, and a couple things i left them with and i and i was trying to think because we talked about a lot of stuff but a couple things i want to share and i'll be interested on your thoughts um, either in the comments on LinkedIn, or you can hit me up via email. Um, but I'd be curious your thoughts, right? So here's some takeaways I gave these gentlemen. If I was to summarize uh, everything I was trying to hit them with last night, a man's job is to lead, right? We talked about a wife being a COO, right? A wife wanting date. And this is my opinion, guys, ladies. Uh, I, uh, this, these are my opinions, right? I, I shouldn't need to say that. It's my damn podcast, but right? A man's job is to lead. But he better damn well know where she wants to go and get her there, right? If she is going to trust you to make the decisions, you damn well better come through with what you say you're going to do. If you say we're going to get, I'm going to get you there, you better get her there, okay? Get her there. It's your job to lead, but you better know where she wants to go, okay? And I'm not going to dive into all these because each of these could be their own episode. I'm just hitting the high points. If it doesn't matter to you and it matters to her, I'll, I'll put these guys on blast because this is kind of funny. This dude, country boy, wants to wear denim to his wedding, and it, and it just blows her mind. Like, no, you're not wearing blue jeans to our wedding. This And long story short, he says he doesn't care about the denim. It's just a fight he wanted to pick. I said, guy, you're not wearing blue jeans to your wedding. If it doesn't matter to you, why are you picking? The, and, and we and we kind of went into that, right? So the lesson there for, for the young man was there's going to be fights that really matter to you. So it's kind of like the boy who cried wolf. Don't pick a fight if it doesn't matter. If it doesn't matter, don't pick it just to pick it. For whatever reason, we do that, we do that. I said, don't do it. And, and oh, by the way, if she already bought the dress and it's a very formal dress and it's a very, like if the theme of the wedding is formal, don't then after the dress is bought say, oh, by the way, I thought it'd be cool if we wore jeans. Probably should have decided that first guy. Uh, we, we Googled men in suits and boots. And I immediately showed him uh, Google images of a bunch of dudes who look real good in suits and boots. And I said, figure it out guy. And, and, and we laughed about it, but you could tell that's something that they've been going back and forth with, right? Something else that came up with both couples. If you're waiting to get married to align financial goals, you're adding one of the biggest stresses to your marriage, right? Talk about money early 
So debt or bad spending doesn't hit after the honeymoon. I think that's a no brainer. Most older people know that. And I explained to them in our situation, my wife's the accountant, the next door neighbor, the husband's the accountant. It's just, hopefully you marry somebody that's good with money. If you're not good with money, if you're not good with money, don't marry somebody that's not good with money. You're going to end up divorced. Money ruins a lot of marriages. You're not going to magically turn it around after the fact. Okay. So I explained to them, money's got to be aligned pre-marriage, not, not joint, not joined, but aligned vision, aligned goals, aligned. You need to prove to each other that you can do this and not just think a ring's going to magically make it all better. Okay. I asked if they had quality men around them and they started to think, and it was like, they couldn't really think of a really good person around them. And, and it's something to do with age. And that's why I appreciated having the opportunity, but I definitely can't stress enough to men. If you got dudes around you that are not respectful of the marriage, respectful of the family, respectful of the fact that you're a stand up man who's trying to respect uh, his lady, right? You got to have good dudes around you because when you don't, um, it does. It's just like the content we consume, the men around us and the things they say, if they're all shit talking, if they're all bullshitting, if they're not doing great things with their life, I mean, you are the sum of the five people around you, right? Okay. Here's another thing we talked about women testing, right? Women will test and they should, because it is one thing to say and talk the talk. They need to know you can walk the walk. And, and I explained to these young gentlemen as a man to be considered in a leadership role, if you want to lead, you shouldn't have to have fucking carrots dangled in front of your face. You should not need a carrot dangled in front of your face if you also want to claim the title of leader and then also have her trust you when you make leadership decisions. Okay? Carrots should not be required for men to lead. Don't take advice from people who always take your side. In my experience, my mother usually takes her side and her mother... I wouldn't say usually takes my side because I'm usually wrong more, but she generally will give me really good advice and be supportive of me with her, right? So I'm usually the culprit. I'm, I, I have not always been the best uh, at being married and I'm still not great at it. I've come a hell of a long way, uh, but even to this day, being married is hard, right? Being married is hard. Anybody who tells you marriage is easy uh, is either lying or they hit the jackpot uh, because this shit is not easy. Um, but I digress, right? So ideally, you have some people who don't immediately, yeah, you're right. She's a bit, you know, she's terrible. She's, a, I mean, I can think of this. I, I've been around, I've been around long enough, married people where they get advice from family. Yeah, F, F. if you're in a toxic relationship, then you just, you F that one up anyways. But generally, people should respect the family. If you're just going through normal drama, right? You, you don't want people in your life. It should be a red flag if the people always take your damn side. I promise you, especially men, you are not always right. Nine times out of 10, you're wrong, or you're not able to put yourself in her shoes. There's something going on there, but you need an outside perspective, right? You need that fly on the wall perspective. It should be a red flag if the people around you are always agreeing with you and always like, yeah, you're right. There's no growth. No growth happens when everybody freaking agrees, right? There, there is no potential for growth. I promise you, gentlemen, you need to get better. <laughs> you got a long way to go. You ain't a man until at least 30. Uh, and that's a whole nother topic. But I mean, in your 20s, you're going to be selfish. You're going to be selfish. You're going to be selfish. You're not going to want to fight. You're going to want to just not talk about it. You're going to want to shut down. You're going to be silent. You're going to hope it just the, the storm passes and blows over. And why do we need to talk about it? You're not going to want to be confronted about your flaws, all that stuff you're going to go through. You need an outside perspective, okay?
here's a big one, right? Here's a big one that I tried to understand to them. Women are generally vulnerable. Most of the time they are vulnerable and men, I don't care how it, men will not understand what it's like, but I've, I've, you know, in the military, I, uh, I was a victim advocate. I, I, you know, I have several sisters. I have two daughters. I'm not saying I got women figured out cause I don't, that's like impossible unless you're a woman, but I've, I've known enough women. I've, I've counseled enough women. I've been there for women. I know my wife. I know my daughters, like women just don't feel safe the way men do. Like we walk into an elevator, we walk into an elevator, they walk into an elevator and like a dude walks in they're like spider sense goes off guys. That is what it is. Like, I don't know many women who are comfortable being alone in a tight space or a empty parking lot or a car in a parking lot that has very few people. Like, I just don't know women who are just super confident. And that is something that men take for granted. We cannot take this for granted. And that's why when you partner with a woman, when you, when you commit to a woman, when you marry a woman, she needs to feel safe with you. She needs to feel a hundred percent safe with you. And she can't feel safe if you're playing fucking games all the time. She can't feel safe if you're the biggest threat to her emotions and, and, and the fighting and the arguing and the vulnerability. And then she can't even trust the relationship she's in with you. Okay. The biggest thing a man gives a woman in strength, and these are all my opinions. I don't have no degrees for this. I just you know, I pay attention. I, I I got the people degree. I got I got a master's degree in people. In my opinion, women are vulnerable most of the time. Men should make them feel safe. This is why, gentlemen, if you are listening, and older men who most of you guys who listen to me, y'all already know all this stuff. What's the biggest message I'm trying to pass on to you in this podcast? It ain't normally for you. Well, hopefully, some of it is. It ain't normally for you, guys. It's for the people around you who don't want to listen to me, who don't want to hear my voice, who don't like what I have to say. You got to translate this stuff to them. Men pump the gas, right? I made a post about this. Women are meant to give life, create life, have babies. Women should not be breathing in the fumes and gas. I can't tell you how effing pissed I get if I see a dude, I don't even care if it's her son, if a dude is in the car sitting down on his phone and a woman's pumping gas, I want to walk up, open the door, snatch him out, drag him over to the gas pump, and then very nicely escort her to sit down. That's what I want to do every time I see you. So if you're a dude sitting in a car and your mom, or if your grandma, just know I will kick your ass if I could get away with it. I would kick your ass every time if I could get away with it. Just my personal pet peeve. Get out of the car first, assess the situation. Get in the car last, assess the situation. If the car needs to be moved, hey dude, get up, go move it. This is why we sit facing doors and exits. This is why we don't have our heads in a phone. If everyone has their heads in the phone, nobody sees the guy with the gun walking in, right? This is why we work out. This is why we train. This is why we present a hard target. This is why if you carry 200, if you carry 100 extra pounds of body weight and you look like a slob, this is why you're not presenting a hard target. And this is why you're, I, I don't give a shit how big you think you are. If you are carrying extra body weight that does not serve the ability to shoot, move, communicate, move to cover, carry, drag, defend, right? Your body fat is not anything but a bullet sponge. Okay. If that's what you're going for, you're living wrong because it ain't about dying for them. It's about killing the other motherfucker. So we all go home. 
okay? Trained to fight, trained to shoot, trained to defend. And for God's sakes, if I ever got, if I could get a free pass to just smack the shit out of dudes that don't pump gas, oh, that would make my, like, if that was my Willy Wonka chocolate golden ticket for the rest of my life, I'd be the happiest dude on earth. I'd be driving around every gas station in this goddamn Dallas-Fort Worth area anyways. All right. This is a Mindful Monday. This is for you. This is a challenge to you. Who can you invite to dinner? Who can you invite to your house? Who can you take out for coffee? What young men in your life, women, what young women, I mean, couples, however you guys want to do this, who can you invite into your world for an intimate dinner, an intimate conversation, get off the cell phone, get them off social media, get them into your circle, have the conversations. I'm telling you right now, I know I got a little fired up right now, but that's older dudes do that shit too. Anyways, guys, there are people around you now. There are young people around you now. They are looking to be led. We have to combat it and you can't combat it with just like online's a cool resource. Us supporting each other on LinkedIn and socials. It's all great. Hit, hit, the, hit the bells, like, subscribe, consider subscribing, seven bucks a month to Substack. All that's great. But if you're already supporting, then this message isn't getting out to the masses, right? It's about it's about the second and third order effects of you listening to me and, and supporting other people who are saying the same thing. The young people are not lost. That's a damn excuse, and it's lazy for the older generation to just think it's over and we've lost. When we say get in the fight, it's about getting in the fight for our young it's about getting in the fight for them because they are going to be the ones to really carry the torch. They are going to be the ones going to these universities. The universities aren't lost. They need to be taken back. Our, our kids can go and they can fight and they can plant their flag and they can say enough's enough, but it's going to take them in the trenches with these other crazy people. It's going to take them in the trenches. It's not going to be legislated away, voted away, elected away. The war the battle for our country is happening in the hearts of the young, and we need to fight for our young. They are not lost. I was inspired last night. We had great conversations. We're going to have more dinners like that before they get married. We're going to have more. We're going to look for more opportunities like that. They are willing to listen, guys. They are willing to listen, and you can have great conversations, and you can make a difference. Interject yourself into the lives of these young men. Inspire them to what is possible inspire them, show them what leadership looks like, show them when you step fully in your role as a man, you can lead your family and you could be an active member of your tribe. All hope is not lost, guys. If nothing else, if nothing else, change one person's life. Think of one person right now. Who do you want to invest in? Get the find a reason to get with them, invite them to lunch, coffee, the shooting range, basketball, workout, whatever it is. One change one person's life this week, please. Help them see the way, right? They're lost. They're lost, but they want to be led, guys. I promise you they want to be led. So be the fucking leader that I know you can be. Be the leader and lead. All right, guys. Let me know what you think. Uh, please support. Hit me on the email, Phil at becoming a dangerous man.com. And please, if you have LinkedIn, let me know you're listening. That'd be the easiest way to uh, message or you can comment on my stuff. Uh, let me know what you thought. I appreciate your time, folks. Have a great week.